Hey, great episode on goblins. Really enjoyed it. The the idea of using them like gremlins is just great idea and well worth using in a fantasy setting. So thank you so much for that. Talk to you soon. Hey, Jason, thank you so much. And by the way, I really appreciate your holiday wishes. <laughs> here, I, here I am in March. Thanking you for those. Uh, don't count me out. I'm still in it. Hey, Logan, it's Joe from Hindsightless, man. And I just, I love every episode you put out. So thanks again for the one on goblins. Chock full of really good ideas. I love the way that Pathfinder has done goblins. Uh, they, they even have a whole, a whole adventure path where you play as goblins and they have cool goblin songs and they use weapons like the dog slicer and the horse chopper because they hate dogs and horses and they just gave them such cool, unique personalities and second edition, they sort of, you know, they made them a playable race. They were playable in first edition, but they've kind of changed the lore a little bit in the second edition still pretty cool but anyway man great stuff keep up the good work and i look forward to the next episode peace out that's great i love the idea that they have dedicated weapons to our domestic animals (laughs) oh man you give gobos the love they deserve then they'll pay you back by being a fantastic part of your fantasy world let's talk about armor what is it I want to concentrate on the first two definitions given by Merriam-Webster. Number one, a defensive covering for the body. And number two, a quality or circumstance that affords protection. Yes, armor can be plate, chain, scale, leather, and the like. But it's also those bundles of sticks Swiss villagers used to tie to their arms for a little extra protection from lances. It's that book in your backpack that stopped an arrow from getting into your body. It's the reputation of the warrior that causes lesser fighters to back away. It's the way followers always seem to come between cult leaders and their enemies. It's that pool of magic water or dragon's blood granting invulnerability to everything but that one little spot. It can even be the love of a parent that acts as a shield against emotional abuse or the years of meditation that prevents damage from a psychic attack. Don't forget all the ways environment can be incorporated into armor. Even if someone's character has leather written on their sheet, you can still describe something else when depicting the reason for the absorption of damage. Did someone throw a knife at a character in a tavern? Maybe it bounced off the tankard they were just bringing to their mouth. Maybe, as your characters gain levels, they can start gaining some notoriety. Maybe when you're explaining why things go badly for their foes, you can factor in the armor-like qualities of intimidation. I love a classic suit of plate armor, but it adds color to the game to remember some of the truly strange ways we avoid getting hurt. Eight Variations on Armor Number one snakeskin coat. When worn, the snakeskin coat merges with the wearer to become a thick, scaly second skin. It acts like leather armor, but is so much lighter and close-fitting that it can be worn under other armor. 
When it is damaged, a full new coat will develop under the damaged one, which can be shed when the replacement is complete. Watch out, this process can leave you feeling hungry and tired. Number two, acid jelly. The shamans of Adrenia have created the most potent acid in the known world. Adrenian warriors coat themselves in a neutralizing paste and then administer the acid jelly to their bodies. Weapons may still do their damage, but are so ruined from contact with the jelly that they are useless after one or two successful hits. Number three, the starlight cloak. No one knows where the beautiful starlight cloak came from. It shimmers like the night sky and quickly blinds anyone who strikes it with aggression. Number four, the hungry armor of Rastra Gur. The ancient hero Rastra Gur promised his soul in return for a suit of armor that could help him stand against the armies of the god prince Lobal Satra. The lesser demon Sugri Padru was commanded to turn herself into a mighty suit of armor that wrapped Rastragur from head to foot. Only his eyes could be seen from one of the armor's many gaping mouths. The hero won his battle, but soon discovered that the armor could not be removed and required the warrior to feed it living flesh. If he refused, it would consume a part of him instead. They say the suit lies dormant in some old dusty vault. Number 5. The Broken Chains the old tales say the unstoppable Sophia of Wild Wind Valley was captured by the Emperor's own elite agents and chained to a statue of the Emperor's father in Capitol Square for all to see. Sophia, who understood the soul in all things, spoke to her chains. Knowing her truth, the chains refused to hold her and became her most loyal guardians. The broken chains are a holy relic that look like a couple lengths of chain, each long enough to wrap around a person's waist twice. They are in constant motion and coil around the wearer's body, shifting to parts that need defending. Number 6. The Gambler's Magic Coin There's a gambler in Kuvu who won a magic coin. When he gets in trouble, he simply flips his coin, and it flutters around him, deflecting roughly half of all the attacks aimed at him. Whether it defends or not, is a coin toss. Number 7. Curse of the Immortal Scars When he was young, St. Alburn had a horrible accident involving shears and a fall from the abbey wall. When the mysterious white-robed visitor drew their fingers over St. Alburn's body and whispered that his flesh could never be harmed in the same place twice and that each scar was no longer something to detest but a protective friend, he assumed it was an angel's blessing. Then came the holy wars, and fearing for his life, he scarred every inch of his skin so that his magical scars could make him invulnerable. His impenetrable hide made him legendary, and even counted as one of the miracles that made him a saint. In his later years, he wondered if he'd been cursed, as he horrified the public with the results of his drastic self-scarification. Number 8. The Strange Shirt Anything coming toward the strange shirt loses half of its momentum when it reaches a handspand away from it. The effect is active, whether worn or not. What else might be done with such a shirt? Shut 
shout out to Angus from the Kirby's Kids podcast for that final Swordbreaker shout. Well, that's all I have for this week. Feel free to call me through the Anchor app or send a note to me through the swordbreakerzine at gmail.com account. I'd love to hear your favorite suits of armor or maybe strange accidents you've had where something you never expected to was able to protect you. Give me a call or send me a note. Thanks. The crew at your table is making demands. They want adventure in fantasy lands. Wahoo! Swordbreaker! You need some options and you need them now. They're bored with the owlbears and sick of the drow. Wahoo! Swordbreaker! You're brilliant, it's true, but you know in the end, even the finest can use a friend. With random rambling and homebrewed lists, listener content with awesome twists. Bounce, 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 swordbreaker. <laughs>